Before we hop in with our incredible guest here on the Championship Leadership Podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about my world class, Unleash the Leader Within Experience, a four-day experience that is built to give you momentum in life that will create the movement that will allow you to go out and accomplish goals and outcomes that you have felt like are mountains, like mountains that are almost impossible to overcome. Unleash the Leader Within, you go through this experience, all of the different modalities are strategically put in place to help you to become the person today that will allow you to become the person that you want to be tomorrow. All about creating a life that you love. And we do that in many different ways. We've had incredible results from hundreds of clients that have come through in the last four years that we've been running Unleash the Leader Within. And so if you want to create a new operating system for yourself, if you want to have a level of certainty that would have people respond to you at a much higher level as a leader, inside of your life and you want to go out and have results that like i said you thought at one point were insurmountable and you want to turn mountains into molehills inside of your life and create a life that is unrecognizable take what feels like the impossible and make it possible then go to www.natebailey.org forward slash ulw Let's go! In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. And we got Alex Kuhn here with us today. Alex, thanks for being here. Hey, appreciate it. Uh, and talking about one of my favorite things, champions. So I know we got a lot of people out there. So let's roll. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, well, Championship Leadership is the name of the podcast, right? So what comes to mind for you? What does that mean to you when you hear that? Leadership is my favorite topic in probably all of business. Uh, I think it's literally the the keystone of every business. And I actually really believe so many business coaching concepts, business consulting concepts. And a lot of times, Nate, maybe this is a little bit bold, but if I don't, if they don't have a leadership component to it, I actually wonder like if they're actually getting to the real meat of what actually makes businesses run, which is great people really doing great work for other people. Uh, to me, at the end of the day, like if you really have that focus on other people making a difference, adding value and using your skill set to impact lives, I think that any business you build is ultimately going to be successful. 
Yeah, 100%, right? I mean, it's all about people uh, in, in any business, really. And sometimes I think the focus shifts a little bit too much to the service of the product, but uh, which is obviously important for sure. But it all comes down to the people and, and serving them and, and serving your clients at the highest level. And I think when we all do that, um, you know, it all comes together. It all works out, right? Right, Nate. I, I, we've been using this language, at least in our community, about that. You know, whether you, whatever you're building, right, a program, a product. I mean, even this water cup that both of us are using for. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, are you actually just building a product, or are you actually writing your love letter to your client? Because at the end yeah, of the day, that. is it actually something that you can fall in love with? Because at the end of the day, it's about your client falling in love. And I always love to use the analogy. Of, you know, I was talking before we started here about my wife, and I think about when we first started dating. You know, if I you know, wrote the profile of, Hey, I'm, I'm five ten, and I've got this weight and this body fat percentage and try to use all my types of things. My wife probably would have rolled her eyes and moved on to the next profile. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody at first and foremost, really is talking about what they're looking for and what their needs are, their desires, their wants. And, you know, as businesses, it's so easy to get caught up into what we do as opposed to what they want. And I think at the end of the day, the more that we can let go of that ego centric piece and really focus on what they love the most and where they love to go what they desire i think there's no way but success from down that road yeah absolutely well why don't you tell us a little bit more the listener here today um about you and what it is you're up to and maybe you know what's that path looked like to get to where you are today yeah, uh, Nate, and we obviously both have the leadership in our <laughs> titles. So, yeah. you know, I run an organization called Born a Lead. And, you know, unlike a lot of um, mentorship and coaching organizations where, you know, they have seven different offers at different things, you know, we have one track. We have what we call our Born a Lead track. And very simply is, is how you build your first program into seven figures. But ultimately, for so many people in our world, you know, our mission is very simply to do good, change lives and impact generations. And for most of us on here, I've got two kids. I know you've got some kids as well. A lot of people on here, it's impact isn't just making a difference for our client lives. It's making a difference for the people that we love in our lives there. And so a lot of our clients come to us and yes, we help them build those incredible service-based businesses there. But at the end of the day, what they really want to know is, is like, how do they actually set up that generational wealth vehicle that isn't just you know, stocks and bonds and all the typical things. They want to know how to use that business as an asset. And one of the things that most of our higher end clients ultimately get to is they understand that saying this becomes the ATM so you can start building your generational wealth. And so we show mm -hmm. people, you know, for myself, I own 14 other different businesses of incredible entrepreneurs that are doing work like that. But this is my one passion. So how do you get to do what you love while also still making some incredible passive income and equity in your life? Take a quick pause here inside of this incredible interview that you are listening to, to let you know about my 100 mile mindset audiobook. If you would like a copy for free, you just have to send me a quick email at nate at coachnatebailey.com, or you could send me a private message. I'm all over the place on social media at Coach Nate Bailey Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. You can even find me on the new social media app out there, Threads, through Instagram. But if you would like the free 100-mile mindset so you could create a 100-mile mindset for yourself based on my experiences, my lessons learned from being an ultramarathon runner, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll send it to you for free. Yeah, that's amazing. Hot. How did you, how does one find themselves? Cause this is always an interesting question. I think, uh, you know, it's one that I get asked a lot too. Like, how did, how did, how did you get to, to do what you are today? So yeah, where, 
how did how did this come about? It's it's just because it's not it's not an everyday uh, career choice for most. Yeah, I've been uh, I've I've failed a lot and I've failed quickly and I've made mistakes quickly. I think it's the biggest. You know, people ask me what's the best advice you can be for a startup entrepreneur or any business is that you know don't worry about making mistakes. And it's easy as you grow and grow to continue to worry about making mistakes as you get better because you think you should be more successful as opposed to saying what's the next mistake I can make so I can learn faster. But my my journey started you know back, I've been a coach my whole life, and when I say coach, I was actually a college swim coach before I ever did any coaching in business. Mm-hmm. You know, I I left college as a a pretty good swimmer and had the opportunity to either go down this management training path and looked like a great living, great life, good financial package, or I, or I could take the $15,000 a year assistant swim coaching position out in Iowa, which we were talking about before. And so the leader in me, of course, I took the assistant coaching position, right. Uh, But, but eight years there and obviously had a a, a love, love swim coaching. I even tell people that's my, where I might retire into is just simply go back to coaching swimming. But you know, unlike football, basketball, like there's no multi-million dollar contracts and yet you still have to be on the road a hundred hours a week. You still have to recruit. You still have to, you know, mentor and advise 18 to 22 year olds, which can be quite emotionally challenging. Yeah, um, and so at that point, I, I've always knew I want to be an entrepreneur at some level. And quite frankly, I had no idea what, I had no idea what kind of entrepreneur I was going to be, but I said, you know what, I'm just going to Take the if I if I go into this further, I'm never going to leave swim coaching. So at 30, jumped into this there full time, no humongous savings, no you know big role models, no Rolodex of clients. But you know, first year I made four thousand two hundred twenty five dollars. You know, doing basically life coaching. I had no idea what I was doing at that point. I just said I'll take any client, any place, anywhere, network. I was in Panera all day, every day with five or six people drinking that, you know, coffee and right. eating that cinnamon <laughs> crunch bagel that I'm just sick of now. In my life. But, you know, but obviously it gave me, you know, like what I realized though, is, is that, you know, going through that and just continue to make mistake after mistake, after mistake, the one thing I realized, and I hope people are listening to this is that we tend to get so focused on the business tactics, strategies and stuff that it's amazing how, if you start to look at all the experiences of your life, you'll realize that business is just a truly a conglomeration of building your own beautiful way of actually living and making a living in this world. And so it wasn't for like three years. It took me about three years to kind of get that confidence and boldness to say, I'm just going to do business my way. I'm going to do it from what I think is the right way. I'm going to sell what I think is the right way there. And that's when everything started to blow up. 2015, I sold my first company, which is called Overcoming Obstacles, which was a health and wellness company, really working on emotional eating and mindset training. In 2018, after doing some freelance work, I sold a digital marketing agency. We grew to about $50 million in the account. Um, and then the next thing you know, it's I started born a lead. And that was the moment where I said, you know what? I'm not doing a business to make money anymore. I'm doing a business because I it's what I truly believe on this planet. And so it took me about two years to come up with the right branding, the right name, the idea client, and all those types of things. And so we started March of 2020. And if everybody remembers what happened that fateful day, fateful week, everything starts to shut down. And my mind went 
F, like what mm-hmm. the heck am I going to be doing here? And so we made a massive pivot, massive pivot. It was instead of it being like, you know, bi-weekly coaching and, you know, working with this, I said, I'm going to turn this into like a sports team where I have weekly accountability, weekly execution. It's going to be very much like if you were one of my high-end swimmers, this is how we're going to run it. We're not running yeah. it like anything else. And that obviously that pivot dramatically changed the way how we approach it there. And also dramatically changed the way actually how we actually help clients. And three years later, we were helping about over 300 people all over the world um, through our programs, you know, the best people from coaches to real estate agents, but really people that do the human, the human work. Cause that's the people that I really think are really changing this de- decade of business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. I appreciate you, you know, giving us a little bit more, uh, of a picture of, of what that looks like for you. And, and uh, yeah, just that experience back in, in March, just as many of us had to, right. We adapt and, mm-hmm. and pivot, but I think that's, that's championship leadership, finding, finding those ways, depending on the situation and what's going on in the world and, and uh, all the variables around you to, to have some discernment and, and uh, pick the best path to mm-hmm. go to help 100%. as many people as you can. So hundred percent. what's um, what, who are maybe some championship leaders in your life that have impacted you and, and really more so, you know, what are some of the characteristics that have stood out to you or that you've taken uh, on as a leader yourself to, and who you show up as? Everyone is not as lucky as me to first and foremost, have a dad and mom that were championship mm-hmm. leaders at their heart. You know, my mom worked the night shift of being a nurse for over 20 years. My dad worked the day shift. So they basically never really saw each other and tried to and raise wow. three kids, yeah. grew up on a farm. So we learned the value. And I still believe this is one of the best advices I've ever gotten in my life is that if you really want to live a life that you really love and that's worthwhile, you better love to work. And it, I don't mean the hustle and grind culture that we have, but you better just love actually working there because usually work is the elixir that actually helps you get to where you want to go and get around the people you want to be in life. Um, that's obviously an advice my parents gave to me. Um, there's a couple other people that, you know, whether through books, um, you know, part of also growing up, my, my parents, they were really into Amway when I was young. They were really into that, yeah. you know, model. And obviously I know today for some people it's like, oh my gosh, Amway, that's a, that was such a con. But what it actually experienced me is it brought me in front of like these incredible motivational speakers like Les Brown, Jim oh, yeah, Brown, right. um, Dexter Yeager, um, oh gosh, Charlie Tremendous Jones. You know, if people are like, who the heck are these? But these were, <laughs> these were my like ears. This is what I was listening to in the car going to swim practice. This is what I was listening to. I was not listening to... I tell people the first actual CD I ever bought was Chumba Wumba um, from Blues Travel. That was the first piece of music I ever listened to. So you can say I kind of got brainwashed into this positivity thing, but I actually- What an education, like it, man, though, right? Yeah. Uh, it was the best. Nate, it was the best. And I I, I mean, even doing that now with our kids there, I will not sing it for everybody because the last thing anybody wants to do is hear me sing. But, you know, my, so- my son knows this song that Zig Ziglar, you know, he had this little musical tape called Mr. Mediocrity, and it's his favorite song. Awesome. And it just very simply teaches, you know, it's a very simply about like, hey, trust yourself, Go for it there. And yeah. there's my son singing it there. And all Powerful. his friends yeah. are singing it now too. And I think that to yeah. me is impact there, you know, yeah. from that wonderful special man. But another a mentor that I think is getting a lost and the art of its loss, which I think we all can talk about leadership here, especially on this, is John Wooden. And I had a yes. chance to meet John Wooden back in the early 2000s. 
as a college coach and, you know, late eighties, he was, I mean, as bright and articulate and thoughtful as any man you'd ever come across. And so I can only imagine where he was, you know, obviously in his prime, but yeah, the right. thing I think we all learn, and I think Nate, you can see it, that you empathize this and share this with your audience. And I try to do with mine is that great, have goals, have visions, have dreams, but don't forget to learn how to tie your shoes and don't forget to learn how to actually just email people correctly. And don't forget to actually just simply write a message that people actually care about, like make it about the other person and don't forget the steps because the result is the last indicator of success. Everything else has got to come first. So those are several mentors of mine that I still listen to every single day. John Wooden, man, that's one of the greats. And I uh, love his, his book is probably one of my favorite leadership mm -hmm. books too. So yeah, incredible. What's, um, what's the vision for you? Uh, I think also championship leaders have incredible vision. I like to use football analogies like a Bill Belichick or a Nick Saban, right? These coaches that have just done it for so long, but yet have continued to stay on the top of when the best of the best in the world are competing with them and trying to take them out every year. But um, I think a, a lot of that is attributed to many things, but vision is a big part of that, right? Just having this vision that mm -hmm. evolves and changes over time. And that's big and grand that most people can't understand when they look at it and then the courage to take action. So what's, what's your vision, you know, even short-term five, maybe 10 years from now. Yeah. You know, and I, I always categorize vision very simply being the tangible outcome you know, it's very like, what is the goal or what's that look like that yeah. picture? And then obviously your mission is the thing you are never going to achieve, but you're always going to work towards. And so for me, yeah. you know, vision is very, is actually pretty simple. You know, I know what we're building behind the scenes and born to lead. I actually believe being in the business that this is actually the first decade I can think of in a long time where humanity is actually worth way more than the dollar. And it's actually the time for business, ultimately, from a legacy perspective, the change, not from just a position of greed, from a position of corporate power, from a position of you better have enough money to go through the entire education system. But information, obviously, is way more apt than ever before. You know, AI is way more easily to use than ever before. You just have the ability to use it there. So ultimately, I think actually the scales of economy in terms of actually people being able to compete is lower than it's ever been. And so for those of people that actually want to do good with their business, regardless if it's a coaching business, regardless if you're selling Nutrigrain bars or whatever you can think of there, you know, at the end of the day, I think there's a different culture that we can set up in business. And that's what I want to do. You know, we have actually our Born Elite program. Of course, we're trying to get those great people through that process to succeed in business there. You know, and at the end of the day, we're going to be the first billion dollar coaching organization. You know, that's where we're going from in the next 10 years. Mission-wise, I can say this selfishly that I want to see how far I can grow beyond the limits of money, time, and fear. I challenge myself monthly. And you, I have a feeling you look very fit to me. So I have a feeling you're probably like that, like you do some crazy workout stuff. And so this year I'm trying to do a hundred mile run, right? You know, I'm doing, I'm oh. doing something to, to just challenge myself from a physical perspective. Um, I, we, my wife and I, we just watched limitless the first episode with, um, God, Chris Hemsworth. Yep, Chris Hemsworth. And the first thing, uh, the first episode was about stress proof. And just hearing some of the, the ticks behind that and the understanding of how you actually control your heart rate, control your breathing, control all those pieces in the most stressful situation reminded me that no matter how much we grow from a technological perspective, we have so much to go from a humanity perspective. So that's to me, my personal mission. I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. And if you need some, well, if you ever want any help, I've run 
a number of 100 mile races. So yeah, there's actually somebody uh, yeah, in your area that What's does that? those. And there's somebody in your area. Yeah, that do actually you? Does. John Howard? Isn't there ringing bell? Don't know him, but yeah, I'm, you know, I know we're uh, us, us crazy folks are all over the place. You know, it's getting more and more popular <laughs> for sure. I, I'm not breaking records, by the way, anyway, uh, by any means. But I, I've finished a number of them. So. I, I see the I see the the watch on you there. So I have a feel. Yeah, that. I got the Garmin on. You bet. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> what's um. What's a moment in your life? I don't know, kind of a critical moment. And we have many of them, right? But there's a number that usually stick out to where had you decided a different path, you'd be in a very different place. Um, you know, we've been talking about it a lot about the last few years and the difficulty for the listener right now that might even be in that moment right now. I think there's always power in in hearing you know, from the guests, how they decided, how they chose in those moments to move forward, uh, to help them maybe if, if that's where they're at right now. So is there, is there a time, uh, that you can think of to, to talk about? Yeah, there's, there's actually a great exercise and I'll do the best I can visualize it, but sure. uh, it's not my exercise. I can't remember. It was called a life exercise where you just basically start at zero and you go to whatever age you are and you just pick points that are your low points and points that are your mm -hmm. high points there. And you just talk about it. And the funny thing is this guy's done this thousands and thousands of times. And he said, more often than not, it's only five points, no matter mm -hmm. how, what age difference, there's five points. And they just change as we go through our life that the points we thought that were so meaningful, ultimately don't become as meaningful as some other points. But yeah, right. I want to actually give two. And the reason why I want to give two is because I'm going to give the first one there, which is very simply the one where I was literally at the point where, you know, overstrapped for cash. You know, the person I thought I was going to marry left, you know, left the house because she didn't believe in me as an entrepreneur back in 2012. I was literally driving to go see a client who's going to literally pay me 25 bucks for a three hour session. I just needed the money. I was probably spending more money. Going to, I love it. Oh, yeah. I was, I was so relate to that. I yeah, was desperate, sure. Nate, desperate, Nate. And <laughs> If exit 73, Pittsburgh Cranberry exit. I got the text. I could feel it. I got the bling text message and I knew what it was. I knew she canceled on you. <laughs> right. So that was a moment in my life where at our core, we have something called the, the commitment quotient. And the reason why I talk to people about like, it's not about confidence. It's not about overcoming fear. It's just simply commitment. And that was the mm. moment where I had to really ask myself, my mom sending me applications for jobs, former oh, co coaches yeah. are saying, Hey, you can become an assistant swim coach with us. You can get back into the game. And I had to make a decision. I had yeah. to make a decision there. Whereas like, do I just want to basically live on the street if I don't make it? And that's when I said, I think earlier where I, that's it. I am literally going to figure this out. I'm going to do it my way. And if I, if it doesn't work, then great. At least I know I went out, you know, doing it my way. But the second one I actually want to go into, which is we don't take a lot of credit is the moment where the life looks so good, but you know, it's not meant for you. Yeah. And that's when I was at the CEO of this digital marketing agency back in 2018. I just, today I was dating my wife, but I was in a really bad business situation, not with the right partnerships there. Um, not, it was, it was just a lot. I was not in the right position. I wanted in my life, business, professionally, health-wise, but everything on the outside. I mean, I was getting a lot of great recognition because I was building this huge company, you know, get in front of major players in the business sector. But I was bawling every single night, you know, thinking, is this what life, is this what life actually yeah. looks like? And that was the moment where I realized that, you know, we all talk about success, not being tied to money, but most people have to, I feel, go through that lesson of like, what happens when you're getting the money you've always wanted and you're still not happy? 
And that was the moment where I made some massive changes and obviously doing what I do today. So yes, I do very well financially. So I don't want to sit here and disrespect anybody who's still in that struggle phase. But I also know that to me, I would never give up. I'd give this all up if I wasn't in a great relation with my kids or I couldn't see my family or if I couldn't give back in the way I want or I couldn't take care of my health. You know, And that's why I talk about personal yeah. growth, still being the boundary to what I do in business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. Yeah. Beautiful. What's, um, if, as we wrap up, if there's one or two things that, you know, the, if the listener would to apply right now today, it would help move their life forward today. What might those be? Hmm. First one core of everything we teach and core philosophy. And I, I get more pushback on this than anything, but I believe everybody is born to lead. Yes, that's why we named our company. I really, no matter where you are, what your background is, you are born to lead. And it's the one that some of your audience may say, no, we are made to be leaders. We're grow to be leaders. But I always say, listen, understand that I am a 5'10", can't (laughs) jump and not really accurate with shooting a basketball. And no matter how well I train, I could be a good basketball basketball player, but I'm never going to be a LeBron James in basketball. And the moment you can actually appreciate what you were born with in terms of your leadership skill and trust that you just need that one talent, that one skill to actually create your multi-million dollar business. That's the first thing I want. We've got a great thing on our website if you want to know exactly what that looks like. And obviously, yes, that's my shameless plug. But I do believe most people overcomplicate business because they try to go outside in, meaning let me take everything from somebody else and let me apply it into my business to work. And it's the exact opposite of what you need. You need to understand what you do great, trust that, and build everything around that from the thing you actually sell to ultimately the team that you build, ultimately the way you build your systems, ultimately the way you build that message. That's the only thing you need. And it's something that I think most people just don't give themselves that trust. That's one thing I would really highly recommend. And the second thing that I find that's so, so valuable is that we overcomplicate business because we overcomplicate how to make money. Mm -hmm. And the way to make money is very simply what we've talked about at the very beginning. I know you do for your clients there, Nate, is very simply, are you writing that love letter to them? It's not about what you know they need. It's not about what you put into the program. It's not about the bonuses. It's not about the network. It's simply saying, what can I write and create that is the love letter they've always been seeking for themselves? And if you don't know what that is, go back to yourself a year ago and ask yourself, what would you have loved in that moment? What would you have loved for somebody to put in front of you and told you how to do it and how exactly to do it and the steps and process and methodology and build that? To me, everybody that's listening here, take those two pieces of advice. I think you can take it to the bank. Absolutely. Take it to the bank and cash it. That's right. Um, Alex, I appreciate your time today. What I know you said website. What is the website? Webornleaders.com. Go there, right on there. We call it success DNA. Exactly. What are the four archetypes of your leadership style? This is not a personality assessment. This is not a, if you're an extrovert, introvert, this is actually how you operate your core operating system. Meaning I am, I'll give you a hint. I'm a natural motivator. And it's not because I'm a high energy guy or a fast talker. It's because I got a really good way of getting people to buy into themselves. Yeah. When you know what you're great at, you ultimately will find something that works tremendously well for you. Mm, Bornleaders.com, success DNA assessment. Check it out. Yeah, we'll get that linked up and definitely go take 
uh, check that out. Appreciate you, Alex. Thank you so much uh, for the listener. Don't go anywhere. We got more incredible guests just like Alex coming up in their next episode. Appreciate it. It's been an incredible time. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt you enjoyed that incredible episode of the Championship Leadership Podcast as always. And this is, again, just a a gentle nudge and reminder to go check us out at natebailey.org forward slash ULW if you want to transform your life to one that you love, to go out and accomplish things in your life that you've been thinking and dreaming about and, and just have maybe felt that it wasn't even possible at some point. If that is you and you want to take your life to the next level, go again, natebailey.org forward slash ULW. Let's have a conversation and let's change your life for the better. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm